Today's podcast brought to you by Jolt. Make progress. Not excuses. Dream big. Get massive results. Let me go down through this audience now and ask you to show me the great inventors here. You will say, that doesn't mean me, but it does mean you. You inventors right before me now. Oh, you will say, we don't have any inventors here. They all live away off somewhere else. But who are the great inventors? Always the men who are the simplest and plainest. They are the great inventors. The great inventor has the simple mind and invents the simplest machine. Did you ever think how simple the telephone and the telegraph are? How simple the greatest principles are? Now, the greatest mind is always the simplest. Did you ever see a really great man? Great in the best and truest sense? If so, you could walk right up to him and say, How are you, Jim? Just think of the great men you've met, and you find this true. I went out once to write a biography of General Garfield, and I found him crowded with other people. I went to a neighbor's to wait until they were gone, but the neighbor told me that if I wanted to see him, I'd better go over at once, and he offered to introduce me. He took his old hat and stuck it on the back of his head, and climbed over the fence and went to the back door of the house and shouted, Jim! Oh, Jim! Very soon, Jim came to the door, and the neighbor said, Here is a man who wants to see you. I went into the home of one of the greatest men that ever lived. To his neighbors, he was Jim, a plain man, a simple man. I went to see President Lincoln once, when I was an officer in the War of 1861. I had never seen him before, and his secretary sent me in to see him as one would enter a neighbor's office. Simple, plain, old Abe. So plain and simple that even as president you stood before him at ease. The greatest men are the simplest always. Did you ever see a man strut along, puffed up in his ego, not willing to notice an ordinary mechanic? Do you think he's great? Do you really think that fellow great? He's just full of balloon juice, held down by the weight of his feet. I asked a class in Minnesota once who were the great inventors, and a girl hopped up and said, Columbus. Columbus was a great inventor. Columbus married a wife who owned a farm, and he carried it on just as I carried on my father's farm. We took the hoe and went out and sat down on a rock. But as Columbus sat on that rock on the island of Puerto Santo, Spain, he was thinking. I was not. Columbus, as he sat on that rock, held in his hand a hoe handle. He looked out on the ocean and saw the departing ships apparently sink into the sea, and the tops of the masts went down last, out of sight. Said Columbus, This world is like a hoe handle. The further off, the further down. The further off, the further down just like a hoe handle. I can actually sail around to the East Indies. How clear it all was, yet how simple the mind. It is the simplest minds that observe the simplest things that accomplish the greatest marvels. I went up into New Hampshire once, and when I came back, I said I would never go to New Hampshire to lecture again. And I said to a relative of mine, who was a professor at Harvard, I was cold all the time I was there, and I shivered so that my teeth shook. Said he, why did you shiver? Because it was cold. No, that is not the reason you shivered. Then I said, 
I shivered because I had not bedclothes enough. No, that's not the reason. Well, said I, Professor, you are a scientific man. I am not. I would like to have an expert, scientific opinion now, why I shivered. He arose in his own way and said to me, Young man, you shivered because you did not know any better. Didn't you have in your pocket a newspaper? Oh, yes, I had a herald and a journal. That is it. You had them in your pocket, and if you had spread one newspaper over your sheet when you went to bed, you would have been as warm as you lay there, as the richest man in America under all his silk coverlids. But you shivered because you didn't know enough to put a two-cent newspaper on your bed, and you had it in your pocket. It is the open-mindedness to little things that brings human success. How many women have been inventors because of this trait in them? I read in a newspaper the other day that no woman ever invented anything. If that is so, who invented the Jacquard loom? Who invented the printer's roller? A woman. Who invented the cotton gin? Mrs. Green, although a patent was taken out later on an improvement in Mr. Whitney's name. Who invented the sewing machine? A woman, Mrs. Howe, the wife of Elias Howe. If a woman can invent a sewing machine, if a woman can invent a printing roller, if a woman can invent a cotton gin, she can invent anything under heaven. Our civilization would roll back if we should cross out the great inventions of women, though the patents were taken out often in the names of men. The greatest inventors are those who see some simple need, and then invent something to supply that need. Inventors are usually persons with minds receptive to receive ideas. Most of the greatest inventions have come to us by accident, and ever so many, through hunches, through inspiration, through prescience, those qualities of the open-minded.